Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. G'day and welcome to another edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier and with thanks to the Committee for Wyndham we bring you another fascinating insight into one of the growing areas of our city and that is Williams Landing. More on that in just a tick. But a reminder about the Committee for Wyndham and uh, some of the programs on offer. You can check it out through the, uh, the Facebook page and also the website. Uh, details of some uh, terrific uh, networking opportunities, some uh, some learning opportunities that are available too, uh, and uh, some great development opportunities, and chance to share some ideas as well, and some uh, some thoughts about what's going on, uh, not only in business at the moment, but uh, for the future and in the past. So make sure you check out the Facebook page and the website for the Committee for Wyndham. But let's get stuck into today's edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast, and an area that uh, for many of us was where we uh, grew up, certainly was for me, and is uh, now these days known as Williams Landing. Let's find out all about it from Lloyd Collins who is the state manager of Victoria for Cedarwoods Properties. Thanks so much for your time Lloyd, really do appreciate uh, you giving us some time. It's a, it's, a, it's a juggling act life at the moment isn't it? Uh, sure is, yes. Uh, lots of people adjusting to new ways of working. Uh, we're certainly seeing that in the real estate industry. We've we do a lot of work now online uh, in the current sort of stage four lockdown scenario. We have you know, video fly-throughs. We have Zoom meetings for purchases of our residential or commercial developments and all our contracts are on uh, electronic e-contracts. So trying to make it easy. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of adjustment and technology. I think here in Australia we're pretty lucky to have uh, got those uh, broadband NBN uh, uh, technology items ahead of time, really. We've had to enter the virtual world a hell of a lot quicker than most of us, I think, uh, foresaw in any way. Yeah, and, and I think uh, I think the common theme people are saying that you know the, the sort of amount of working from home that we're all doing now has probably brought forward that experience by ten years for a number of people. And uh, yeah, we'll certainly go forward uh, with. Um, some changes in the way we operate, no doubt. Uh, tell us about uh, your journey with uh, with Cedarwoods Properties because uh, you, you've been with them a while now and you've uh, you've certainly climbed the corporate ladder in that time. Well, I've been uh, very fortunate to have a fantastic team behind me and uh, MD and operations, uh, COO that uh, could see uh, that uh, we could achieve some really good things. Uh, we... Yeah, since I, I think I've been with the company about just under five years now, four and a half, five years, and uh, yeah, done a, done a few residential and commercial developments in that time. Uh, Target headquarters, uh, the new emergency services uh, building at Williams Landing, two Strider office developments, and uh, three residential apartment blocks, and the ongoing Williams Landing shopping centre. So, uh, and then we've got some other. Developments outside Wyndham, uh, such as Huntington Apartments at Jackson Green uh, in Clayton, which is 100% sold. That's on site now. Uh-huh. Um, so we're working through uh, the uh, construction considerations in the current uh, lockdown state. Uh, we've got a great build partner there in Hayter. 
And uh, yeah, we've got another apartment development there for 130 apartments, which we're just working through now. Let's talk about Williams okay. Landing because Williams Landing obviously is is the one that's near and dear to our heart. It's it's obviously where I used to live as a child. Uh, my dad was in the Air Force uh, based at uh, the Laverton Base, which is now basically Williams Landing. So uh, I've got history and uh, and that in that area. But uh, it's certainly it's changed a lot from when you used to drive down the highway and look and you'd see the um, the big ball um, shape uh, and and the uh, the little satellite dish spinning around. It's it's certainly a, a very different look these days. Yeah, that, look, that was a bit before my time uh, at Cedar Woods. But, uh, yeah, look, the company is very proud. It uh, has a, uh, of what we've achieved here, it has a uh, long-term view, uh, which our investors appreciate. Uh, the, you know, when they first purchased the site 20 years ago, there wasn't too much interest in residential development or office development there. company worked with state government and uh, we were lucky to get the Williams Landing train station and uh, the new road infrastructure uh, and connections to uh, Princess Freeway, uh, which has really opened up that development. And, yeah, 20 minutes from Melbourne CBD and uh, a fast fast train connection has really uh, allowed us to achieve. Uh, we, we get to some, some, some good commentary about how we've integrated the, the commercial uh, the retail and the residential yep. at Williams Landing, which uh, a project of that scale is really deserved. And that's obviously the the logistic nightmare that uh, the or challenge uh, rather nightmare that that you face is is integrating those those three areas into into what is a, a very livable place. Yes, look, there was a lot of work uh, done early on to try and achieve that sort of twenty minute walkable city, uh, a bit of a vision. Uh, which I think stems from the Melbourne 2020 plan, uh, and you know just centralisation of urban communities around train stations and public transport, so that we can stop or reduce urban sprawl. We've always had a, a high density vision for Williams Landing. Uh, you know, target headquarters is eight stories, uh, Lancaster apartments we did seven stories. And look, we'll, we'll look to push on because we, we kind of think that to be sustainable in these locations, that, you know, the train station's great, uh, the bus terminal's great, uh, the freeway connections are great. We also need a capacity of residents and workers to, you know, sort of in a self-fulfilling prophecy to support each other and actually uh, make that community work in a, a very sustainable and work in the long term. What's the what? What is the? Is there a, a magic figure for the balance between people who work there and people who live there? There's not a magic figure, but we do have projections. At the moment, we've built about twenty nine thousand square meters of office and ten thousand square meters of retail space. Uh, we have capacity to go to you know three hundred thousand square meters, uh, subject to planning approvals, etc. In terms of Workers on site, we currently have around 2,000 workers, assuming that all the offices are occupied, etc. Wow. And that will grow to, you know, hopefully, you know, 20,000 plus in future years upon completion. So what we see now, where's the, where's the growth in that area? Well, we've, we've really sort of worked outwards from the shopping centre. So done a, a few developments along Overton Road, uh, we have uh, a shopping centre to extend 
towards the train station. We have new development sites. Uh, we have one which we call One Kendall Street, just by the train station, yep. which has got a preliminary design for up to a 20,000 square meter office building, opposite target. And then we have uh, 95 Overton with planning approval, which is uh, just next to our recent 101 Strider office building. That's designed for about 9,000 square meters. Uh, we could do a smaller building there if uh, an occupier wanted. Um, so that those are our, our next our next phase of development and then we'll move up uh, Palmer's Road uh, with more uh, office developments and residential apartment developments. Yep. Residential has always been popular, Williams Landing. We've sort of taken some time to do a good master plan with great amenities, you know, wetlands, parks. Uh, we have the amenity for the shopping centre and the restaurants, the gyms, uh, childcare. Uh, and obviously the train station. I think a lot of people are attracted because we are on the northern side of the freeway, so it's easy access to uh, get out and about. But also, uh, why not buy a townhouse or an apartment in short proximity to where you know there's going to be lots of people working in the future? That to me says that there's a underlying uh, a sort of catchment area for workers who may want to rent or live in the area and. Something different. The uh, the lessons learned from uh, what happened on the other side of the highway with Point Cook is there is there uh, things you've taken out of uh, what you've observed from uh, from seeing what's happened in Point Cook that uh, you've taken into Williams Landing. Uh, I, I, I nothing nothing concrete. I think uh, you know I think there's some great areas in Point Cook, uh, some beautiful residential development areas, but we uh, often get people coming into our sales centres uh, when they're not shut for COVID nineteen reasons saying that they prefer to buy with us and actually pay a premium to be at Williams Landing to avoid the traffic queues. I think that the uh, when the tunnel opens in 2022, I think that's going to be fantastic for the area uh, and really, really uh, there's a, another sort of catalyst for future growth in the West. The, um, the, you mentioned uh, what a linchpin uh, and what a key ingredient uh, that uh, the train station is, but obviously attracting people like Target and having the emergency communication facility there uh, for the state government, they're, they're, they're important cogs uh, in the wheel too, aren't they? They are. And look, I think we're, we're just getting to that critical mass where we can really build. It's challenging early on when you're selling a greenfield location to hard-nosed corporate executives. <laughs> uh, so now we're getting a bit more amenities to sort of throw into the mix and show how people can you know, work nearer where they live. Uh, there's always a challenge and there's a sort of an offset between location and financials. You know, we've worked hard to uh, get a really good, crisp, modern design for our offices but still maintain a, uh, an effective uh, price point. So, uh, yeah, we can legitimately turn around to major corporates who are considering Melbourne CBD locations and say, look, for a 5,000 square metre building uh, over a 10-year lease, we'll probably save you $30 million. Um, and then that starts going up in terms of savings depending on what size. So there's a real opportunity financially to businesses to save by locating in the West. There's also a great pool of um, you know, skilled, uh, very intelligent people in the area 
And I think that uh, one of the one of the sort of shakeouts from COVID nineteen um, and how the CBD has been affected, both in terms of offices and high rise apartments, is I think we'll see it. We'll see a a, a partial move back to suburbia. I don't think it will be everyone moving out of CBD. I, I personally think it's probably a sort of ten percent change factor. Uh, if you're a CEO looking to make a decision, a long-term decision about your company, then surely you must have in the back of your mind accessibility. And unfortunately, what happens if uh, a similar pandemic happens again in the future? How can you best prepare for that? And if you haven't taken any precautions, then are you, are you taking an unnecessary risk? So I can see that um, theming like low-rise offices, offices that you can actually drive into the car park and walk up to the offices yep. uh, through the staircase will be popular. Uh, this is you know, uh, uh, one of our design ideas that we've implemented at our Strata offices and also our apartments where you actually have switch card uh, access, controlled access on the fire escape stairwell, so we can actually use those. People can get in and out. They can avoid the lifts. We generally have uh, hand sanitization uh, provided right at the entrance of the offices, and uh, lots of um, you know the Strata offices, particularly, they're cellular in design. You don't share air conditioning with anyone else, and it's a very modern corporate um, environment. So without we shouldn't go too far into the uh, advertorial. Uh, I think that there are things that we're doing already that will uh, be more and more commonplace. I think that there'll also be a focus on uh, you know, design tweaks like you know, touchless technology, whether it be a lift or an entrance door or lighting or uh, communal facilities and potentially operable windows as well, fresh air, balconies and more more focus on you know walkable neighbourhoods uh, at lunchtime so staff can get fresh air. So I think those themes are there for office development uh, going forward, but it won't be everyone's driver. That will be the new normal. Do you expect that to be the new kind of specifications that we'll be building under and working under in in, in future because of what's happened? Yes, to to a point. I say I don't think. Uh, Everyone is going to suit that model, but I think that uh, companies that perhaps have a satellite office of you know five ten thousand square meters, rather than locate that with the other ten thousand square meters at head office in the CBD, I think there'd be more uh, opportunity to encourage them out and locate near to where their workforce is probably living. Yep. whether it be Williams Landing or another suburban location, and actually you know, reduce that commute and give people back a lot of their uh, commute time for their daily life with their kids, uh, exercise, family, etc. Williams Landing is geographically uh, in a perfect position to be almost like a satellite city, isn't it? Because it sits between Geelong, the city of Wyndham, and, and, and the, the Melbourne, the city of Melbourne. So it's, it's in an absolutely prime position. Yes. Yeah, no, look, we're, we're very happy with it. Uh, we, we've got great partners in terms of uh, consultants, uh, Wyndham City Council, and, uh, yeah, we've got really, really good, strong support from the business community. I think we've got over 100 businesses at Williams Landing now. Uh, we've also got over 6,000 residents, 
Uh, we've got uh, you know apartment developments. We've got one at the moment, Lincoln Apartments, which uh, we're in pre-sales. We hope to get that uh, going on site early in the new year, and that's been uh, a good a good sort of litmus test for the where demand is at the moment. We're able to uh, show that that complied with the new government home builder grant, and so. That's been a bit of a boost in the current uh, economic uh, climate. So, you know, purchasers can get, you know, $25,000 rebate there. If they're first home buyers, another $10,000. And if they're not uh, owner occupiers, we're doing an investor deal there. Um, so that will be, that'll be good to get that going, as I say, in early in the new year. But it's, um, probably on the successes of, you know, Lancaster apartments, Newton apartments, Oxford apartments. And so, that sort of, uh, I was going to say inner city, sorry, city centre living is increasingly popular. You know, you've got the gyms, the amenity, the retail, the shopping centre, uh, the, the council ovals, which look fantastic. Yep. So we expect to see, you know, continuing demand there for, uh, you know, over, over the next 10 years. Talking to Lloyd Collins, the state manager for uh, Cedarwoods Properties. Of course, Williams Landing is one of their uh, their major projects. Is there a is there a type of, uh, of of person who's being attracted to Williams Landing uh, at this stage, Lloyd? That you can tell? Yeah, we look. We do get uh, a mix of uh, investors and owner occupiers. Yep. Uh, between the different house types and apartment types that we offer, you know, there's some very good. Uh, designs that we come up with with our consultants. Uh, the investment uh, in apartments has been very good in that we we generally push prices. So when we release an apartment, the first apartment we set at this price, uh, and then as we sell through and we, we have less apartments in that block to sell, we do increase prices. And then when we jump to the next apartment development, we start from that top base price usually and keep pushing that through. So over three or four of our apartment developments, we would hope that uh, early investors have seen good capital growth. And I think that that has been the case today. Yeah. And we, we do have some uh, stats to demonstrate that. What's the, what's the future vision for Williams Landing that you can tell us about? Well, future vision, I think, is to build on the success so far. Uh, I'd like to see some more civic uses come in to the precinct. We're working with uh, Wyndham City Council to uh, encourage uh, some of their um, potential development opportunities to locate at Wyndham Town Centre. I think uh, the extension of the shopping centre is in our thoughts and what that means going forward. A lot of shopping centres are also heavily um, supplemented nowadays with mixed use, so lots of developments, whether they're medical, residential, office, leisure. I, mean, I think we're all used to seeing cinemas at shopping centres, but you know, more health uh, and community assets are probably uh, the where, where the industry is at right now. Uh, beyond that, it's the continuation of our high-density vision, uh, building on that train station, taking cars off the road, letting people live and work locally, 
and really trying to probably trying to make it a, as walkable a city as possible. The more you can take cars out of the equation, the better in terms of uh, of, of driving them, parking them, and uh, almost anything to do with them. Yeah, I think that's right. And if you if you truly want a twenty minute city and you want that walkability, you do have to slow car journey. Uh, sometimes that can be with a bit of congestion uh, to you know actually slow uh, cars down from seventy kilometres an hour down to fifty. Uh, that's what we see in successful city centres. Now we're not we're not promoting congestion, but I think that there is a an assumption that if you if you make roads too wide and too fast, then you do lose a bit of that walkability, as we all sort of typically uh, you know cross at crossing points and uh, you know live more of an urban life. I want to ask you about uh, infrastructure catch up because it's it's something that. I guess plagues uh, the city of Wyndham in terms of uh, if you look on a whole, an overview of the city of Wyndham, we've always been playing catch up with our infrastructure. Are you confident that uh, Williams Landing is a is an area that uh, has addressed that as an issue? Yes, I think we're uh, very well serviced with infrastructure. You know, we we have uh, great connections, and uh, really the infrastructure that we're doing now is is just servicing our development site lot off of uh, well-built, large-capacity roads and rail. Uh, Lloyd, what's the best way for people to find out? uh, I mean, uh, for for many people, Williams Landing would still be a bit of a hidden gem. Uh, What what can they do to find out uh, what's there? What's the best way to to go about that? Well, probably best is uh, and easiest is just to look up uh, Google Williams Landing uh, and that'll take you to our website. And that'll have uh, directions as to whether you want to look at residential apartments, driver offices, offices to pre-lease uh, or uh, townhouses. So uh, that's a one-stop shop. And, uh, yeah, encourages many of you to have a look at it as possible. Lloyd, well, you're a, a board member of the, the committee for Wyndham, so you know uh, the important work that uh, that the committee does. Uh, uh, the the city of Wyndham, uh, you're a fan of the way uh, we sort of go about things, and that includes obviously Will- Williams Landing. Yes, the uh, proud board member of committee for Wyndham. Very lucky to have a CEO in Barbara McClure, who really uh, and Janine, who uh, really drive the what is a very uh, small. Uh, number of people doing a lot of good in the community. Uh, we certainly do less, sorry, do more with less. We don't do less with more, we do more with less. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're no, really, really uh, proud to be part of that. And very, uh, very, you know, very good to have the support of Wyndham City Council on various items there. We do try and work in partnership and open up. You know, new opportunities for businesses in the area. A lot of the uh, Wyndham Connect sessions that Barbara's had uh, a lot of uh, drive behind have been excellent. You know, I tuned into one last week or the week before about uh, marketing and, you know, really the quality of the presenters was excellent. And uh, we certainly shared the slides internally at my company. Hey, Lloyd, uh, thank you for sharing with us uh, what's happening at Williams Landing and what, uh, what we hope will happen in the future with Williams Landing. Uh, stay safe and, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll talk again soon. My pleasure. Thanks very much. My thanks to Lloyd for his time. 
and look into, of course, what's going on at uh, Williams Landing uh, for 2020 and beyond. Uh, some great vision there from the uh, the Cedarwoods Properties people. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Plenty more to come. Plenty more back episodes to have a listen to of some of the uh, fascinating people and things that are going on in the uh, the city of Wyndham. And of course, check out the uh, Committee for Wyndham website and also the Facebook page for a whole range of programs that are going on at the moment and some great opportunities. And if you haven't joined as a member, please check out the uh, all the details of that as well. Till the next time, I'm Kevin Hillier. Take care. Be safe. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.